The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hi and welcome back to this week's Chart of the Week podcast. It's Thursday the 1st of December and I'm joined by Lorenzo Laposta. This week we're going to be discussing negative yielding debt which has fallen sharply over the last year or so. Lorenzo, can you tell us more? Hi, Gabby. Thanks very much for having me this week. Um, Debt investing has been somewhat peculiar over the last uh, five or 10 years. Um, Investing in debt means basically lending your money to governments, institutions or companies um, and uh, receiving back interest payments and your notional at the end of the maturity of the bond. Um, Obviously, when bonds uh, get traded on the stock market, they they suffer of buy and sell pressures. So it's not just about uh, the interest payments they make, but also the price you pay for um, your bond that uh, affects the expected return on it. And uh, the one metric that uh, is most important for um, the expected return is called yield and uh, tells you pretty much how much you're expected to gain on your bond investment if you hold it until maturity. Um, Up to say 2013 or so, um, the entire, global aggregate universe, which um, includes government bonds and high quality corporate bonds, uh, was all yielding positive numbers, meaning that uh, depending on risk and on on the the region of your bond investment, you would still make some positive gains out of that. Uh, But as time went by and, uh, and demand for bonds increased and the price of bonds increased, the um, amount of money into bonds that were yielding actually a negative number increased. Um, And um, a large proportion of that was driven by central banks um, across the entire developed world, um, starting from from Europe and Japan, but also uh, across uh, across the US and other countries. Uh, Central banks uh, were achieving a ultra low um, interest rate policy to stimulate economies Uh, were cutting interest rates and providing liquidity, which uh, pushed up prices of government and corporate bonds, uh, and in turn pushed uh, yields down. And um, the amount of money invested in negative yielding bonds grew from being zero um, virtually to as much as 18 trillion uh, US dollar um, as of um, uh, 2020. Obviously the COVID pandemic uh, was just the final uh, blow to it, um, with central banks trying to save the world by cutting interest rates further, and that push uh, push those levels um, really high up. Um, and I think trillion dollars is a is a huge number if you think about it. Um, but in 2022, so this year, we've seen actually central banks going the other way around, um, tightening monetary policy and increasing. Uh, interest rates and uh, the yields have risen dramatically across the entire bond universe. And this has reduced the amount of negative yielding debt to its lowest levels since 2015, uh, accounting now to about 2 trillion. So 90% down from uh, the 2020 peaks. And can you tell us what relevance this has currently for investors? Well, um, The current situation is a consequence of um, not only central bank action over the last 10 years, but also of market behavior 
around it. And bond yields are extremely important, not only for bond investors, but also for equity investors, because they anchor the valuation of future earnings um, that companies are making, and hence impact valuation of such stocks. Um, so anytime uh, yield curves move around the world, there is a very strong impact on also equity valuations and equity market pricing. For example, in October and July this year, um, global equity markets returned over 7% driven by expectations of um, lower yields in the future. And this is currently being driven heavily by the inflation narrative. Uh, central banks have been tightening monetary policy to fight um, the surging inflation and uh, had consequences on, on bond yields. Um, today, with inflation uh, seemingly slowing down or actually even uh, stabilizing and coming back, we've seen markets um, expecting now a pivot in central bank strategy and perhaps expecting uh, lower pace of rate hikes and some are even expecting some rate cuts sometime next year to fight the economic slowdown um, that is happening. Uh, however, you know, the, the, these policies, the central bank policies around monetary and fiscal conditions have been uh, uh, blamed for the high inflation in the first place. Um, the central banks are now so keen to bring under control, so they are probably unwilling to return uh, to the excesses that caused uh, these issues in the first place. Uh, and it's important to consider that, again, 10 years ago, uh, there was pretty much no bonds uh, yielding negative uh, numbers um, and loose monetary policy was not as excessive as has become in the following years. So, you know, the symptoms of past policies remain today with these two trillions of negative yielding uh, debt. And, uh, you know, further tightening might still be necessary before there is a true return to normal conditions, um, which I guess means that if we do see a pivot in central bank policy, um, I think it's unlikely to be a return to a very loose monetary policy, but instead it's maybe just going to be a pausing it in rate hikes um, at level that are closer to the historical average base rates. Um, so, you know, the era of uh, easy monetary policy, it's probably ended for now. Um, and for those who know where to look for, there are some interesting opportunities arising as markets normalize a little. That's been really useful. Thank you, Lorenzo. And I'll chat to you next week. Thank you very much, Gabby. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the F 
SCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaint relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.